I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 83 of the Strap Season Podcast. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And as always, please make sure you check us out on the streaming platforms. If you go to our Instagram and Twitter, Instagram is Strap Season Podcast, Twitter is Strap Season Pod. There's a link in the bio on both of those platforms there. That link will take you to all of our links, basically, in terms of where we're situated at, whether that's YouTube, if you want your visuals or... If you prefer audio format, we've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that good stuff. So please make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a review. But yeah, man, episode 83, bro. How are you, first of all? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Another I'm Sunday. Good. Tired, but hey, here we are, man. Like clockwork, yeah. we're always here to talk boxing. Always got time. Yeah, man. Always, always got time. Always got time for boxing, man. Um, Yeah. It's been another decent week, decent weeks, fights, action. Um, had a couple cards over here in the UK, card on Sky Sports, and we had a zone card as well. Which which one do you fancy starting with? You got a preference? Let's start at home. We always start, we typically start at home. Let's start at home. They're both, oh, okay. I think. Who's like, both at home? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm about to laughs> say, <laughs> so you do specifically more London or? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's start with London, I guess. Okay, cool. Slightly earlier. Yeah, it was slightly earlier. Cool. Um, yeah, the card headlined Richard Riakpour versus Dion Juma. Two big cruiserweights, two undefeated cruiserweights. Someone's always got to go. Um, yeah, we'll, let's start with the main event. And if we want to touch upon the unders, we could talk about that briefly as well. But um, yeah, this main event, obviously, we, we sort of we broke it down last week. I think it's fair to say, bro, this fight is going exactly as how we said it was going to go. Last week, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, we know our boxing, man. Like we, we know our stuff. Let's 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 keep it a buck. Um, we said that uh, that I was so sure that Dion Juma was going to one hundred percent outbox Richard Riakpo. I, I was oh. so sure about that, but I was also so sure that Richard Riakpo's power will get him over the line somehow, yeah. and that is basically what happened. Um. All the build up through this, obviously, they want each other's original opponents. And Juma, obviously, I think obviously these two know each other quite well. Obviously, they're both on a domestic cruiserweight scene. There's been talks of sparring and whatnot. And Juma, to be honest, has been bullish about saying that his style was all wrong for, for Reactport. And that back when they used to spar, he, he batted them up, basically. He got the better of them in sparring. And he's so confident that he can do the same again. Um, whilst Riakpo was more I guess reserved in terms of, obviously he was confident but he wasn't oh. I feel like Juma was one that was you know bigging up his chest a bit more than Riakpo if you ask me um, and I think as you watch the fight progress from rounds one to whatever I can see why Juma was so confident in the way um, his style was definitely posing problems for Riakpo I feel like um, he's obviously a lot, Rappel's massive, first of all. Jumo, a lot smaller, a lot quicker, a lot nippier. So he was able to come in and out, get on Rappel's chest, and just make life uncomfortable for him, get off, get, you know, get off his own work, and then be out of there quite quickly with his good footwork and his movement. And he was trying to do that, I guess, throughout. And for me, it looked like Rappel was kind of, I guess, struggling to not only find his range, but also get his own work off because. He's got, he's, come, he's got a guy who's live in there, who's in and out on your chest and off your chest. We're coming inside and trying to rough you up on the inside and then get out. Rapport doesn't really have an inside game like that. So you can see why, obviously, what Juma was saying, what you're saying, and you can see that he was posing problems for Richard. But I just saw the inevitable happening. Uh, what round was it when that first knock, that first heavy knockdown came? Um, fourth, maybe? Fourth or fifth. Fourth, fourth, fifth. I kid you not, it came out of nowhere. It came out yeah. of nowhere. Um, Juma's gone, in fact, Juma's gone to land his own big shot. I think it was, did it land or was it partially blocked? I think it might have been partially blocked. It was, 
was straight down the pipe, so it was partially yeah. blocked. He had his father, but he went yeah. through the middle. Yeah. Uh, and then Rapforce retaliated, countered with a perfect peach on right hand, landed flush. Jamal dropped heavy, heavy knockdown on his back. I was just like, wow, where has that come from? Rapport has barely landed anything significant. He hasn't even looked close to landing anything significant, to be honest. And out of nowhere, one shot has dropped Juma heavily. Um, yeah, bro, for you, leading up to that moment, leading up to, if you want jumping in, leading up to that, I guess, that fourth round and when that finally happened, what were your thoughts watching it? And did you see that, that big shot coming? No, I didn't see it coming. It was it was a slow burner. The first two rounds, were very, the first two three rounds were very cagey. Mm-hmm. Um, neither guy really committing. Um, mm-hmm. was trying to find. They were both trying to find their ways. They were both wary of each other. I guess obviously when you're against a power punch in reactor, you've got to be wary. Um, so nothing would really happen. I think, and just from I guess slightly more activity, I was given Juma the rounds early mm-hmm. on. Um, and then I think round three, he started to get a bit more confident. He was landing these jabs. He was going to the body. He was he was mixing up things up a bit more, getting mm. in and out, like you say. Mm. And in that fourth round, I think we, <laughs> I even thought Juba landed a good shot. Like he got through the he yeah. got through the guard. So I was like, mm. okay, actually, but he's landing a good shot here. And boom, the counter shot, <laughs> which came through. It didn't because because of the angle, you couldn't even see how cleanly it landed. To be honest, so until the replay, you saw. But all you see is Jimmer fold, boom. And then from then, that's when the fight started to pick up, really, because yeah. I think, like you say, he was bullish beforehand. Yeah. So he was like, no, nah, I ain't having this. I, I'm, you can see that he he knows he's a better boxer. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, up until that, it, was, it, went, it went too too exciting. Yeah. But you probably had Jimmer, I guess, ahead up until that point yeah, of the strength and of the fact that he's more active. That fifth round now as well, you're thinking, how is Jimmer going to what are his legs like? Mm. But as you said, he, Juma has come, I guess, he's trying to get back in blood in that fifth round. Uh, he, he's, he's recovered and he's then trying to, I guess, be more aggressive. He tried to, he actually up, he upped the ante in that fifth yeah. round to try and, I guess, hurt React Paul and make React Paul respect his power. And that's, that's, I think that's when, yeah, like you said, it picked, after that first night, then that's when the fight picked up and that's when it got a bit more interesting because Juma, for F it, F this cagey stuff. I'm a better boxer than this man. He caught me nicely. Let me show you what I can do. And that's when he started to be more active, up the ante and whatnot. And it was kind of more of the same from Rackpool. He didn't really change. He didn't really change too much Rackpool. I was, I, he, Rackpool wasn't throwing much punches. He wasn't, he was kind of jabbing, but he was kind of pouring at the jab. He wasn't like an like an authoritative jab. Um, he wasn't really landing cleanly too tough in moments here or there, but overall, he was being outworked, I think, by Juma. And I guess Juma was really landing the better shots as well. So to me, he's losing rounds. I can't give these rounds to Rackpool. I'm seeing Juma outwork him, outland him. I can only give it to Juma. Um, but even then, I was still pretty confident that Rapport might catch this guy again. And if he does catch this guy again, it could be it could be peak for my man. Because even though Juma was on some good, solid shots, they didn't seem to have the same effect at all. I don't even want to say that. I don't even say they weren't hurting Rapport. They were good shots, but they weren't really denting his confidence. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think there was one time where it looked like he hurt him a little bit. Maybe that was in the fifth. But when you look at towards him, when you backed up against the ropes, I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think that was the only time he maybe looked a little bit, but he, yeah, for the most part, Rap Paul didn't look too troubled by Juma's power. Um, so I'm there thinking Juma's now got to remain almost perfect, but just if he stays like this and doesn't get caught, he can win this. But I feel like Rap Paul can catch him again, um, especially if Rap Paul just ups Yancey a little bit. Because I was saying that this guy, he do, he's not throwing enough punches. If he let his hands go a bit more, just to give Juma something to think about, he might not land every one of them, but just to at least get Juma on the, on the back foot a little bit, that will do him a world of good. And mm. I think it's something that, because so Rackpool's trained by this Angel Fernandez guy, which is who's Anthony Joshua's new head coach, apparently. Um, and he said he's pulled him aside in the corner, basically. I think this is in round seven or so, maybe six or maybe the eighth. Um, 
I think he's basically said along the lines that, yo, you need to stop, you know, upping it, basically. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he said he's losing, but he basically just said that you're letting rounds go away from you. You need to up the ante now, basically. And I guess we sort of saw that because <laughs> I guess a round later, we've seen what happened. Um, again, kind of come out of nowhere, kind of. It wasn't really telegraphed. Uh, it was right at the start of the round. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it, yeah. It's again, I didn't see it coming too tough. Rackports <laughs> caught my man with a peach of a body shot and he's he's crumpled straight. I knew, I knew this was it. Man's killed over, like he's on his knees. Straight like, right hand to the body, you know. <laughs> straight right hand to the body. Straight right hand to the body. My man's killed over. That's all she wrote, man. A fight done. Um, again, kind of come out of nowhere, similar to that first knockdown. Um, once again, highlighting the devastating power this guy has, man. Devastating power. Um, yeah, man, that's that that was it really. Um, the power, the power it it, it saw through for him in the end. And um, I think he always knew that he believed in his he believes in his power. Um credit to Dion Juma. I had him up at the time of the stoppage. I thought he was winning the fight. I had him up in rounds, but yeah, man, it's nothing you can't uh, there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> really and truly. You can't, there's nothing you can do about that. It's what it is. Yeah. Um, I think we had but once he hurt him that first time, he knew like, yeah, I ain't gonna um if I'm trading with this guy, he's got the hand speed on me, I'm out of the yeah. power. Yeah. And I think he was I think he was actually playing a patient game. He thinks I can hurt him. And what he was trying to do, he was trying to land, he was trying to counterpunch. That's what he was really trying to do. The mm-hmm. fight. He was really mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to be a counterpunch in that fight. He was trying to time him. Mm. When you see someone that big and that strong, you kind of want him to be a bit more aggressive and a bit more f- on the front foot. But he yeah. was trying to counterpunch really and truly he was trying to land yeah. a single shot because he hurt him previously with a counter shot. Mm. And that's what he was going for. And I think even well, the, the knockout actually came from him actually pressing the issue. Yeah. One hand, right hand. yeah. So uh, he should, maybe he should have done that earlier, but I'm, I'm not against him trying to counter punch because he's hurt, <laughs> him, hurt him, put him down badly. badly. Mm. So I think he's patient. And I think if, if the fight needed, if he needed to up the tempo, he could have done it, which I think he kind of did. Mm. Um, yeah, that power is scary, man. Scary. I, I can only with a body shot like that from React Paul, you know. <laughs> the way he was on the floor, yeah, 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 yeah. that that power is scary, devastating yeah, power. Um, you don't want to throw that. that that's yeah. even worse than the headshot. You know? <laughs> trust, trust. You saw you. He took the headshot. You saw he bounced up quite well. Yeah. His legs came apart. That body shot had him over like that, punched over, like writhing in pain. Yeah, that, 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 that looked nasty. You know what you got to do to make a grow man cool? Yeah, that, that, that body shot looked nasty, man. Bond that. Bond that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Tough, tough, tough. Um, yeah, wonderful KO. Um, shout out to Richard Reactful, man. Um, dog. Um, what next? What next? Obviously, they keep saying that Boxer have obviously aligned with him and they're trying to push him as their cruiserweight guy. And obviously, throughout the commentating, you heard them saying like, oh yeah, Richard Reck was on the cusp of something big, of world title shot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, they asked Ben Shalom, what's next for him? Um, obviously, we know he's got a British world title, he's got a British world champion rival in Lawrence Okoli. That's there to be made, perhaps, maybe. Um, ben Shalom did say they're looking to actually push him towards um, Gumalerion. Who is the W? I think he's the WBC or the WBA, one of them ones. But um, that's the French champion. Um, they're trying to push him down that route. You see, some people say, call for the Akoli fight now. <laughs> that fight's going to be a stinker, man. <laughs> that fight's going to be terrible. Yeah, that's going to be a horrible watch. You know why? Um, You've got a Coley who obviously has that horrible, that devastating, but villainous, like you said, jab and grab style. And then obviously Rackpaw doesn't really throw many punches <laughs> per round. So it's, 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 it's yeah, it's not going to be the best watch, I don't think, viewer-wise. But they both carry brutal power. 
So someone is going to get knocked out 100%. That, that fight won't go over distance. Mm-hmm. If you ask me. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, not with their power they carry. Mm. But uh, if, if, if it happens now, I start with a Coley still. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I personally think that that fight shouldn't happen next. Let mm-hmm. React Paul grab a belt. If it does, I think pushing him towards the French guy is the mm-hmm. best bet. So then not only can he actually get experience operating at world championship level, Akoli can also do what he's doing. And then down the line, they can have a big unification because Akoli has said he wants to unify anyways. He wants to get all the cruiserweight belts before he goes into heavyweight. So I feel like that's probably the best path for him, if you ask me. Um, yeah. Don't take the Cody fight next. It won't be a good watch at the moment anyway. So how you, you both fight currently. They, they're both still raw. They're both still learning. So yeah, let him grab a belt first and then boom. Then we can see down the line. Yeah. Um, I do think Riyadko needs more world-level fights at this stage anyway. I've, I've, I've not, I'm not too clued up on Gary Marion, to be honest. I, don't, I think I've seen maybe one fight, maybe one highlight fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But there's a lot of names still in that in cruiserweight division, so he, he can step up and mm. find people in the top ten mm-hmm. and make, try and push for that WBA title. Um, and these guys, him and Lakota, are both big. They could they could have a, a few fights. They could clash at cruiserweight. They can go up to heavyweight, run it back. One hundred percent. It could be the makers of a good rivalry. You know, they're yeah. both big, both powerful. Mm. You know how British dust ups are. Everyone loves them. So yeah. I'm, both of them, um, if they can, I want to see them fight their best kind of thing, though, like yeah. you're saying. So don't rush it. Um, let it. Let it be like a unification fight for cruiserweight. Yeah. Maybe un- for undisputed, maybe, and then run it back at heavyweight because they, yeah. they both have to move up. They're too big. <laughs> they're both massive, man. Both. It's funny because they're both, I think, literally the same dimensions, but just same height, same, obviously. I think Akoli's got longer reach, though. I think he's more le- lengthy. But yeah. yeah, apart from that, Literally, they're both the same set. Big, big boys, man. Big, big boys. Rekko looks more filled out, though, at Cruiserweight. He does look filled out. He looks... Yeah, like, he's he more looks chiseled. Like he fill out a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he looks like he could fill out a bit more. Um, yeah, both chiseled, though. Both, yeah, muscular. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. They're, both, they're both hit bloody hard. <laughs> we could see that. Um, uh, but yeah, shout out to he's, he's taken He's taken a couple British scalps now. Um, he's gone through quite a lot of them. He took out William Smith, Juma, um, one or two others now. So, yeah, man, he's, he's he's been through quite a few of the British levels. So, yeah, he 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 is on the cusp for real. Um, I guess um, it's, but yeah, I, I just feel like maybe target one of the other champions first, and then we can think about Nicole unification. That would be the best path, personally. Shout out to him though, and um, Dion Juma, good effort. Um, you know, I can so, sort of see why you claim that you're avoiding and whatnot. Hopefully you come again, but we just, nothing you can do about the power, man. Sometimes it's just, yeah. <laughs> I feel, for, sometimes I feel for boxers that they would outbox their guy and whatnot, but they might not have the same power. And if they get caught, it's over for them. The game's kind of rigged. <laughs> the game's kind of rigged. I can't lie, man. <laughs> cool. Um, Let's quickly touch upon the undercard as well because there were some good fights, some fighters that we like in the undercard. Um, Chief support was Dan Aziz um, against a late opponent, a late replacement in... Um, is it... Hey, Jay? Is it... <laughs> you were this nickname, man. Is it Jay Cartwright? Something Cartwright. <laughs> no, Reese. Oh, yeah, Reese. <laughs> That's a Jay Cartwright. Reece. That's in between us, I swear. Reese Cartwright, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, Dan, uh, obviously it wasn't the fight that we, I guess, because that Tinker fight was that was the guy who was meant to fight was kind of like a grudge match between the two. Because I believe yeah. Tinker beat him in the amateurs, isn't it? And Dan obviously wanted that revenge, but this was still a good fight because Cartwright, who said beforehand that he wasn't coming to just be a late replacement and be a lie down, he was looking to actually make a statement out there, and he did that. Um, he was game. He, in fact, there were times where he, I thought he was outboxing Dan Aziz. <laughs> I was rating my man. Like I thought, wow, this guy's good. Like he's he's jabbing. He's got really good movement, good footwork. He's he's actually touching disease. But again, the issue was power, <laughs> power. Because when Aziz was t- were touching my man, you could see that. You could, you saw his face, bloodied, bashed up. 
he was catching Aziz with brilliant combos. One, two, three, four, five, six combo. And Aziz was able to just walk forward, just walk through it, just walk forward. So yeah, like another example of how rigged the game is because he, he boxed well, in my opinion. I thought he did really well. Um, what were your thoughts on that fight and Cartwright's performance? Because I know you was you was you was loving this work. <laughs> Whoa, I started giving him nicknames, Carty B, Playboy Carty. <laughs> oh man, you pressed me because obviously late replacement, you're thinking, ah, this can be a slumpage, this can be an early stoppage. This and I've been critical of Sky's recent undercards lately. Um and we're quite familiar with Dan Aziz. He, when he gets in there, he means business. They call him a throwback fighter. He gets in there and wants to get his, get the opponent out of there, moors yeah. them. So I thought, man, this guy's in for a rough night. But Playboy Kite, he came to box. He was boiling out in there. I can't lie. Yeah. He, was, he, he's, he was working off the jab. He was jabbing and moving, mm. getting in out of range. He had the reach. He had the height advantage. He looked a bit awkward in terms of his footwork, but in terms of what his footwork was actually doing, it was good in terms of getting in and out, moving around the ring. Really good, yeah. It looked awkward the way he was doing it, but he was doing what he needed to do. Shall I tell you why? I tell you why it probably looked awkward because I tell you what made it look even more awkward. It's probably because we didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so because it was so deceptively good, and we didn't think he was capable of that because we thought it'd be a walkover. That's what you're thinking. It's, it's kind of awkward, but it's it, yeah. It, what yeah, it was doing was perfect. Yeah, what, what, what it was doing, it was doing the job it needed to do. Yeah, it looks like his foot positioning was that was like off to me, but it was yeah. what he was doing was working. It was like what yeah. he needed to do. boxing in and out, getting in and out of range. Yeah. Um, combination the shot selection he was picking as well, was so good. Body, yeah, going to the body, throwing the uppercut in between the Danazi's guard. Yeah, he was picking beautiful shots, but they had zero bang behind them, no like, pop. <laughs> And it was almost like that as he was like, if this is what you're landing, then I don't really need to defend too tough. I'm just going to walk through this. Literally. And that's literally what happened. Because it wasn't a Dan Aziz performance as, that we've seen him in terms of, you know, dictating behind the jab and, yeah, being, a, I guess, a better boxer. He almost just, early on from that fight, when it was going, it's quite clear he decided, okay, this guy can't hurt me. He might be able to touch me but he can't hurt me. I'm just going to sort of, you know, forget the, I guess, educated jab and head movement and whatnot. I'm just going to walk forward and try and bang and hit you and hit you hard and get you out of there. And yeah, that's basically what happened, to be honest, in the end. Um, yeah, so I guess some people are criticising Aziz's performance, but I want to put it down to the fact that he just didn't respect their opponent's power. So he wanted to just get this guy out there. That's basically it. Yeah, and it's a late replacement once again. Um, mm. It's hard to adjust later on. Um, he's been planning for a tinker, mm. holding up for that, and then comes in. It was within the last 48 hours. This guy went at the press conference. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, yeah. Turned up for the weigh-in and turned up a fight day. Mm. And he put in a good showing. He's someone who's clearly been in. I think he was meant to have a fight coming up anyways, but mm. so he's been in the gym. And yeah, I liked what I saw. I can't lie. It was yeah. very respectful performance made for a great entertainer fight mm. he definitely won some rounds but you could just see that Aziz was going to get to him with the, yeah and I catching shots and it was like yeah and yeah the barrages that Aziz was hitting him with I mean you're seeing a man you know when you're seeing a man's head pop back all the time as opposed to when Aziz is just taking the flush on and just not even head's not even moved like you sort of knew it was coming and I didn't expect it to go the full I think it was a 10-rounder. Um, yeah, I, didn't expect, I didn't expect to do a full 10 rounds, to be honest. And I think he's got to him in, in the eighth. I think it was the eighth where he's got to him. Um, there was a bit of controversy because they were saying that the referee should have stopped it sooner because he was taking a lot of punishment. At this point, it was competitive all throughout. But I think that the last two rounds, maybe the seventh and the eighth round, that's when Aziz started to steamroll my man. And... He was hitting my man with big combinations, big shots, kind of unanswered. And the referee probably could have jumped, especially in the eighth round, when Aziz had that early, that that first sort of barrage. Aziz could have jumped. I mean, I think the referee could have jumped in and stopped it there. But he let Cartwright continue. Um, I think, I do agree that the comments saying that he probably could have been stopped early, but I think... The referee got there in the end anyway. So the referee saw it in the end. And I, I think he was all right because I actually wanted to see Cartwright see out the fight, you know, because of his performance. 
and obviously he was he planned to he wasn't going to quit um but he was taking a lot of punishment at the time um this corner through in the towel which the referee didn't see um but thankfully yeah, the referee jumped in in the end so um hopefully he's okay because he did take a lot of punishment towards the last two rounds for sure mm-hmm. yeah um Cartwright was too brave for his own good yeah even when he was getting hurt and he was st- he's, he was still moving his feet he was still trying to adjust he won't throw him back too much in terms of resistance but he was still trying to dodge his shots he was still trying to move even mm. though you're getting banged up you could like you're taking shots that clean most people just like you know fall down taking um cow or maybe run, run away yeah. or turn their back or something but he was still trying to look he was taking shots clean like head mm. bouncing but he was still trying to move around the ring work his way um there was even one portion it may be like the sixth round where sixth i know you're talking about corner yeah where <laughs> threw an onslaught at him in the corner and mm. my man was holding the foot shot yeah, back that was sick boxed his way out of it and I was like oh my god this guy's a corner <laughs> I was like swear he's doing slick stuff in there like on the mm. inside picking shots I think he landed a body shot uppercut a few a few straights and then back to his like pivoting out of the corner yeah. I was like no this guy's cold I think me and you were both gassed by that Yeah. so I think even when he was getting hurt he was still trying to be He's still trying to be switched on there. He wasn't going to fold. He was way too brave for his own goods. Mm. And I think while it, I think maybe they were a bit too slow, I'm, I'm more leaning towards his corner. His corner should have chucked in the tower a lot sooner because he was bloodied up. His face was mashed. Yeah. He's, he's their responsibility, if that makes sense. Um, I think the tower should have come in maybe slightly sooner. Mm. I think the ref was having a good look himself because you've seen him still move his feet. And... There was a bit of resistance now and then from him. But I think um, in the end, it was just a lot of clean shots being landed. And these shots aren't just... You know, sometimes the ref will stop it where there's just... You're just throwing punches and not all of them are landed and the ref will jump in and stop it. Yeah. These shots were landed. Uh, and he, he literally wasn't throwing back. He was literally... He couldn't even get his hands up at that. At, at this point, he couldn't get his hands up. Yeah. yeah. These shots were landing and he bounced his head. So yeah. I, I would have liked to see the stoppings a bit sooner. But um, yeah. I, I am too outraged by it. a lot of people were outraged. Yeah, um, I wasn't as outraged as them, but yeah, yeah. I, I do agree. I do agree. It could have been a bit sooner, to be honest. Yeah. But is what it is. Um, hats off to him. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him on the card again. He's a good boxer, man. Um, just unfortunate that he was against a guy that just, when it comes to the power stakes, obliterated him. Let's be real. Um, and Aziz, um, obviously, yeah, we know he. We want him to be in the mix with his other guys. I actually still want to see the Tinker fight, you know. Um, that one kind of intrigued me. Um, yeah. I'd still like to see that at some point. But yeah, we want obviously we know what sort of where we want Aziz to be. We want him in the conversations with the Boatsis and the Yards, etc. So um, yeah, this was obviously he just signed a boxer, so like two weeks prior. So um he, obviously the Sky Sports platform is good exposure for him. Hopefully we can see him against his other man. You know, he called, he said he was happy to take the winner or loser of the uh, Boatsy Richard school. We'll, we'll discuss that. But um, yeah, so he's he's down for whatever, basically. He, he, said, he said, I'm with whatever. <laughs> Get me lit. <laughs> well, that's that's what we like to see. A fighter who says, look, yeah. I'm, with, I'm with whatever. Like, yeah. I want to fight. <laughs> fighter. No politics. Yeah. No fight. He's over that side of the street. He's over Trust. that side of the street. He said he'll happily go to BT and fight. Like, he doesn't, like, if, if it, for Yard, he'll go BT. He doesn't care. Like, he's, he's, on, he's on that. So, shout out to him, man. Saying names, he's saying yeah. names. He's not saying, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll go home to the family. I'll sit down. He's saying, <laughs> yeah, I want it all. Mm. Shout <laughs> out to him, man. Um, yeah. Uh, to round up, I guess that card. Just touch quickly, touch upon. Um, there was a lot of explosive knockouts on that card. Um, but I quickly want to touch upon um, one of them. Uh, this, this is this um, this Adam Mazine guy. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, he seems to be. He seems people are talking about him. Obviously, nineteen, a corner man, a wonder kid. Um, who's his trainer again? That said, he's he's the most talented guy he's he's had. Um, who's is this trainer? No, is it? Yeah, it's McGuigan. Yeah, it's the McGuigans. Yeah, yeah. Shane apparently has come out and said he's he's the most talented boy that he's he's ever seen. Or something. Some crazy lofty gas there. Um, but I think this is his third fight or whatever, and it was meant to be a big step up fight. And he's knocked this guy out in 12 seconds. Um, yeah, man, he looks he's looking like one to watch. Um, but 
I think you touched upon it. You said, yeah, he does look good, but you got you want to see his chin get tested now because he's barely been hitting it. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that, yeah, him and his brother as well. Yeah, but that twelve second KO was 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 devastating. I can't lie, that was, I, bro, I can't. I I looked at my phone and I heard Adam Smith shouting <laughs> that first knockdown. I swear to like, I missed that first knockdown. I, I look, I looked down on my phone. Was checking the message or whatever, and I hear someone. I hear Adam Smith going crazy. He's on the floor, blah, blah. I said, "I said, excuse me." <laughs> Quickly set up. I was I like, "Yo, I, I didn't know he was on the floor." I was like, "He's, he's been stopped." <laughs> like, and then got me a Z. Yeah. If it's you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, um, great stoppage. And, yeah, yeah. Him and his brother. I think his brother got a first round KO as well, didn't he? Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yes, they both look good. Um, yeah to keep an eye out for and obviously Caroline Dubois was on the card yeah she, she, she got a devastating knockout as well didn't she um, yeah and there was one more there was another mad knockout as well um, oh, oh British guy um, he's got a funny name oh you see now I've gone blank it's, as well it's a unique surname um, oh, I can't remember I can't remember but you, you know what I'm on about right he he, 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 he got my guy good as well um, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I think he might be—he might be Pickford. Shane, huh? Pickford, Pick, yeah, Pickford, Pick, yeah, Pick, yeah, Pickford, yeah, Pick, yeah, 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 Pickford, yeah. I was trying to think of uh, what's his name, the goalkeeper. That's what Pickford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got a nice knockout as well. So, um, yeah, it was obviously with a lot of talk over the boxer undercards not being great and whatnot. I think you probably said this is a bit of an improvement, a little bit. Um, I just I saw I just missed an interview about how you know they listen to the fans and. They have acknowledged the fact that the undercards weren't great before. So they're looking to rectify that, which is good. That's what you want to see. You know, we want to see it's meant to be a good night's worth of entertainment, not just a bunch of crap fights and then the big main event. So, um, yeah, it's good to see that they're looking to work on that and do better there. And I think definitely this was probably more of a better step in the right direction. Um, yeah, obviously, unfortunate, unfortunate that certain fights, even obviously, Juma was meant to fight Lawal and Obviously, Aziz was meant to fight Tinker and stuff like that, but despite that, it's still made for good viewing. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, for a while, I said, this is the card I've been looking out for. That this yeah. is the impressed with. And even though they lost the Lawal and um, Turchi fight in terms of... Yeah. What, and then, obviously, Tinker. And, yeah, yeah. But then they, they signed that Aziz. Mm. added another great fight in there. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good... It was a good... It was a much better card than previously. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, hopefully we see more of that. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Let's um, yeah, let's, that's that one wrapped up. So the only other card that was going down uh, on these shores yesterday was up, up in Leeds. Josh Warrington, Kiko Martinez too. Um, yeah, man, let's dive straight into it, man. And again, another prediction correct from us to be honest. Um, it's Josh Warrington's back. <laughs> Leeds Warrior is back, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's... <laughs> Bro, that fight went exactly how I thought it would go, to be honest. Um, Josh Warrington came out on him like a rash, backed by, well, I don't know how many people in the arena, but bare Leeds people. Um, and when I say the Josh Warrington old is back, it looked like the Josh Warrington of old. You know the Josh Warrington that steps you instantly runs to you basically is trying to get you out of there from the first round constant pressure heavy haymakers only like a rash and yeah from obviously we saw in that round one super exciting stuff because obviously the atmosphere was super charged up Mm -hmm. and Josh watching Josh Warrington when he's in this mood can be fun I can't lie because he's on you and he's dropped Martinez in that first yo Martinez I know in that first round he probably thought he'd been mugged because the way Josh was on him, he obviously he's dropped him in that first round. And credit to Martinez, tough guy, because he stuck it out there, you know, despite the fact that Josh was on him and hitting him at will with big haymakers, he stayed strong. And he saw out the rest of that first round despite being dropped. And I think the second round again, he got mauled again in that second round. But I think towards the end of the round, he then had enough. He thought, nah. <laughs> I said, nah. I can't go out like a punk. <laughs> My man did start throwing his own shots back and catching Josh with some big shots too. So it was a little bit back and forth, even though it was another warranting round. 
But um, yeah, those first two rounds were electric for sure. Um, definitely memorable, definitely enjoyable. Um, and you're kind of thinking that, okay, Josh is almost from the kitchen sink here and Kiko's still here. You know, so would that play in your mind that if Kiko, the fact that Kiko's managed to stay strong and land some good shots of his own, what if he then comes into it as well? How will Josh react? But oh, credit to Josh Warrington, man. He, um, there were some rounds where he he didn't rush in all the time. I think the third, fourth or whatever, he then went, took a step back kind of was more unboxing. Not trying to maul my man after those first two rounds, be unboxing, set traps, try and counter, jab, et cetera, et cetera. And I let Kiko come to him. So I actually rated that, you know, because... Yeah, we were so used to seeing Josh just be at full tilt from round one to round 12. I, I like that he recognised, okay, he's, he's done that for two rounds. Kiko Martin is still here. Let him now take a step back a little bit. Let him recover some energy if he has to and let show that he can also outbox this guy, which he basically did, to be honest. Kiko had portions of success, but for the most part, they were just running rounds for me, to be honest, bro. Um, Kiko had two bad cocks over both eyes. So they would de- his corner was dealing with that and the cor- and the doctor kept checking uh, to see if the eyes were okay. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if those cuts were caused by punches or clashes of heads. Um, I'm not too sure. I think they were punches. I don't know though. Oh man, Josh Warrington was hitting it with everything. Headbutt, shoulder. <laughs> I said headbutt, shoulders. <laughs> Whoa, he, was it. he was hitting it with everything. Yeah. That's Josh Warrington. Yeah? You're going to be in for a fight. Mm. I wouldn't even call it dirty fighting. He's just active. He's just on Active. He's just, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's like similar to Sean Porter. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna think of me, mm. Mm. and it's, it's not, it's not deliberate dirty. It's just there, super. He's just onto you. That's just, the old Josh Warrington. He's just on he's top so of you. charged up, man. Always like on, man. Shoulders, he's boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like in deliberate headbutts, but his yeah. heads in there, shoulders in mm. there. Man, it's, it's it's a rough, it's a rough, rough fighter to deal with. Um, yeah, when he. But, you know, Kiko was, like you said, Kiko was having success in there. Like, those portions mm. were like, yo, we've seen him slump Galahad, like, put him to sleep. Mm. And he was landing shots and he was hurting um, Warrington. He was yeah, he hurt him a few times, yeah. Like, even just before the stoppage, yeah. I thought, like, yo, he's caught him here. Boom, man, he looked, I think maybe it was the round before, towards the end of the round, or maybe just before. Mm. He's caught him with a shot. But then Warrington's been like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Hold and I think you see afterwards that Warrington's jaw was broken from, from that right. fight. So, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tough, tough guy, Kiko Martinez. Did tough, tough. Credit to him. Tough, tough guy. He defended with honour, basically, and with pride. Um, but nothing was going to stop. No, I promise nothing was going to stop him from beating Josh Warrington that day. No, nothing. Honestly. Yeah. Leeds crowd backing you. Charged up. Josh is just a better guy than him. Obviously, he's beat, he beat him easily before. Um, and even though I can't say this was super comfortable, I, I had no doubt really that Josh Warrington was going to get this guy out of there. I think it ended in the, I think the sixth round, it finally ended. Um, the referee jumped in. I think, yeah, I think it was a, the referee jumped in, didn't he? He was taking heavy punishment. Again, it was on the case, it was similar to the first rounds where Josh Warrington was just a big, I guess a big shot sort of hurt Kiko and Josh just went crazy. Just, <laughs> just went absolutely psycho. Referee jumped in. I don't think I saw many protests from Kiko's team. I think they knew it was the right time. Um, and it is what it is. Josh Warrington is a two-time world champion now. Shout out to him. He finessed it like we said he would. <laughs> Credit to him. He's got his belt back as expected. I'm interested. Yeah, go on. Given that was a voluntary defence and Kiko Martinez is a match you fight up. Funny, there's no rematch clause, you know. <laughs> come on, come on, you have, bro. It's it's the biggest finesse I've seen in a while, man. And I'm interested now in what's what I'll go on next because yeah. these are what and brought in Lee Wood into the ring. I don't know what he's doing there. <laughs> I, I I don't know what he's doing there. They better go run that. F- f- huh? Watch it. He's what? That's what they're trying to slag you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, champion, ain't he? That's the, that's the regular belt. That's the regular title. Regular, regular title. He's no champ. Well, they was talking like, yeah, is it, is it time to unify? <laughs> to unify what? And that's what, Flores, that's what got me mad. That's what got me mad. When I saw, when I, I said, wait, I said, wait, 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 wait. Am I hearing this correctly? They're trying to force this unification angle of Lee Wood, who won 
isn't even the real champion. And two, Josh Warrington has Lara demons to deal with. They thing is, I know it's not gonna happen. I feel like it's not gonna happen as well. I feel like they're gonna avoid Lara. Maurizio Lara deserves a title shot. And it should mm-hmm. be against Josh Warrington. And really and truly, surely Josh Warrington should want to exercise those demons that he's got with Maurizio Lara. After he he admitted it, he said, Lara knocked the seven bells out of me. He beat me from pillar to post. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. I watched I watched that fight. I know this. <laughs> so really and truly, I want to see Josh Warrington face Mauricio Lara. I think it's nice for Lara to get the title shot. Deserves a shot, really. It was his second fight, ended with a no contest. He, but it's one no Lara, anyways. And Lara is looking for a title shot. So it should it should be against Josh Warrington. But I, I have a feeling this is gonna happen. I have a feeling they're gonna swerve my man, put him push him to the back burners. And try and force this Lee Woods thing. If not Lara, Kegala had's local. <laughs> you vacated because you don't want to fight him. <laughs> so I fully agree, bro. It's gotta be Lara, then yep. Galahad. Yep. And then you and then you can talk about whoever. But really and truly, for me, it should be what's fair, Lara then Galahad. That's what I'm saying. And I know it's not gonna happen that way. I know it's not gonna happen that way. So yeah, good finesse. Like I said, good finesse, Josh. Great finesse. <laughs> but you can't even blame, um, what's it, War- Warrington. Warrington. He wanted done a voluntary defence and he yep. wanted a pay- good payday. Yeah. The league crowd turn up. It's going to be a sold-out stadium. It's going to yeah. be a... And to be fair, probably Kiko wanted to run it back. Fair play to him. He's not ducking. Yeah. He's like, I want that get back. Yeah. You can't even say that, oh, my man sold his belt or whatever. Mm. He put back to himself. He said, oh, I want to run it back. Mm. To fight. Maybe when he probably saw what Lara done to him before I could do that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before Josh Warrington goes and sees any other champions or whatever, I know we talk about unifications and this and that. Lee Wood's not that. Lee Wood exactly. needs to go to Santa Cruz and get, get, get the, the real belt. Yeah, exactly. And, you've and to be honest, Josh Warrington's history and track record of unifications is crap anyways. Because he was champion for a while back when he had it for the first time. And they kept talking yeah. unification, unification, but it never materialised. Never. Never materialised. Right, that division was funny anyway. We had yeah. Gary holding, holding, holding his belt hostage. Santa Cruz was doing, I don't know what he was doing. Um, Moving up and down. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't the best division, to be honest. Um, but I'm not, I don't care about Josh Warrington Leewood. I I'm so real that I I don't care about that fight. That fight that's not intrigued me. Doesn't get the juices flowing. I'm a be I'm gonna be a good fight, bro. Let's, let's be it'll be a good fight. Yeah, it'll be a good fight. Two passion merchants. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good fight. Two workhorses, but not no V leads. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a very good event. It, it'll be it'll be a big event. I know I know it'll do well, but I'm saying as a from a boxing standpoint, it doesn't really excite me. I feel like the, the Lara fight is more exciting because obviously the needle, well, not to say needle, but obviously the history and the fact that Lara's a powerhouse who's going to step to Josh Warrington. You know, Josh is so used to being the one that's stepping to you, but you saw <laughs> that's Lara. <laughs> so I feel like that's, 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 that, 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 that intrigues me a bit more, I guess. But yeah, I, I, I don't blame him going the Lee Wood, Lee Wood route, but don't try and slang it to us as, it, as it's unification. It's not. It's a good. I like the Leewood fight. I think it's a good fight. I think I'll enjoy it a lot. But in terms of being fair, and in terms of what's right, in terms of, I'll, I'll see the Leewood fight. I would. I would see it, and I'll, I'll tune in, and I expect it to be a, a barnstorm, a great fight because Leewood's last two fights have been brilliant. Josh Warrington, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be a good fight. But from what the way Josh Warrington has moved, you need to see Lara, and you need to see Galahad again. You have to. And then maybe you, then I'll see Lee Woods. Those are three great fights lined up for you. Mm. Three great fights. Like I'd rather see that than him v Leo Santa Cruz or him versus um, Max Saigo or whatever his name is that smoked Gary Russell. Ma- Ma- Max Saigo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'd rather see them three fights. Um, mm. And yeah, like I say, don't try to slang it like a unification because we don't count the regular belt. I know the regular belt is counted as an actual. We, we, we don't count it it's not a real title on, on this podcast we don't count it and facts yeah what we say goes <laughs> <laughs> facts well ended well said well said cool um, 
yeah, that's that. But that was um, yeah, that was about it really for all the all the all the fights that sort of went down. Um, was, good card. Um, in the US, Nakatani oh, yeah. versus Chell fight. Against who? Bachel versus Nakatania. Oh, okay. Who? I'm um, Nakatania, Bachel. I'm guessing Bachel took that. Nope. Well, stop Nak- badly. Nakatania won. Fair. Fair. Bachel's good as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, Shakur Stevenson was criticized for. Um, remember his performance against, against him, and people were saying, oh, yeah, it was a good yeah. performance. That. But yeah, um, Bachel was stopped in a sixth, I believe. Fair. So, fair. Fair. Good, good, good win for Nakatani then. Yeah, yeah. fair. Cool. <laughs> yeah, just something that like, caught my eye. I was like, yo, swear down. <laughs> fair. He didn't follow the script on that one. I thought uh, Bachel would have been favourite there. Um, uh, well, he, mu- he must have been, but yeah, Nakatani, he, he put up a good performance against Sh- Shakur Stevenson. Yeah, it made Stevenson look a bit... Fr- and obviously he said he was ill, but now we're saying, yo, he might be the real deal. And people are saying, but Charles passed it. Oscar Valdez took something out of him. Mm. Nah, nah, I don't think so. I think... <laughs> you basically I mean, think that Nakatani is actually, he's, he's good. Yeah, Nakatani, Nakatani, yeah. yeah, he must be good because he's he, he gave Shakur Stevenson a tough fight. He's now beating the brakes off Bachel, stopped him, yeah. dropped him a few times. Yeah, um, I need to watch it back fully. Yeah, okay, I'll check that out as well. Fair. Fair. It's, it's, now people say, I, I, obviously, who knows, maybe he is, but Shell is finished, but mm. after one fight, you can't give credit where credit's due is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> you, I hear you. First hear of all, you. Was give credit where credit's due because before this, you weren't saying, but Shell's finished. You expected mm. him to Yeah. And that's that's, a, that's yeah. an upset, though. That's definitely an upset. Yeah, fair play. Mm. Um, But in terms, yeah, that's, that's it wrapping up the fight reviews. Um, next week we've already we've, we've already previewed it early, but next week obviously we've got Savannah Marshall versus Femke Hermans. Um, as we said, we're expecting another routine KO from uh, Savannah Marshall. Probably um, my eyes will be like I said glued to Clarissa Shields' Twitter feed to see what she's saying um, during that fight and after that fight. Um, obviously, we're expecting that fight at some point this year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So hopefully Savannah takes care of business and we get to see that. Because that's that's what we that's what we really want to see in it. So yeah, man. Um, but apart from that, a couple of announcements have been made off the back of last week's episodes being dropped. Um, some great news, obviously. We've heard Joshua Boatzi, Craig Richards, done deal. That's going down in it's April, or is it May? It may. May. Let me actually get the official. Um, but this is great because obviously, remember, we've said we've been so we've said it so many times on this pod, yeah, that we want to see Joshua Boatzi mix it in domestically. Um, he barely he's barely for any domestic opponents really, and obviously, we know that this this current crop of light heavies that we have is sick. Twenty first of May is twenty first of May, so. Yeah, man, happy with this one. Super happy with this match. It's in fact, it's even they're, they're both Croydon boys, isn't it? So it's even like a little, like a little. Yeah, I think they're both Croydon. Um, so yeah, it's even like a little, yeah, South London sort of thing. Nice little derby. Um, yeah, man, super happy. Like I said, because yeah, we've been we've been itching for Boatee to mix it in domestically with these man. And here we go, Craig Richards, another guy that we also rate and we've mentioned many times. Um, yeah, man, what, what was your reaction to seeing that one made? I think it makes sense. It's what mm. we've been asking for. Mm. We want to guys mixing together. Um, yeah, I think it's good. And obviously, there's the prospect of the winner fighting Canelo potentially. Um, or Bivol. So, yeah. okay. Or Bivol, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, he could lose. <laughs> In fact, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll break that one now when we get to it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's a good fight. It's what we want to see. We want to see clean rice at the top is what we've been demanding. So yeah, mm. glad I'm glad JB is getting in the mix because Craig's been doing it. Craig's mm. been mixing up with these guys, facts, stepping up and well, not even stepping up, but it's putting his name in the hat kind of mm. thing. His name went in the hat originally. He's yeah. kind of forced it into the hat because Trust. he's been taking these fights. So yeah, and here he is doing it again. So Craig Richards has always been about that 
and nice to see JB actually entering the group chat kind of thing. Um, yeah. He's been out with injuries, unfortunately, and layoffs. Obviously, had the eye injury with Kalic, which set him back, then the hand injury and mm-hmm. operation. So, tough fight to step back into, but yeah, yeah. great fight. I'm really, really, honestly, this is a brilliant fight, and I hope they flood their undercard as well. This is this should be this could be a special one for sure. Um, yeah. yeah, apparently they sent an offer to Yard first, and obviously BT apparently aired it. So obviously then, rightfully so, they have to air it. Like, um, Yard's been lined up for a title shot. Yeah, with, uh, Joe Smith Junior. and um, yeah, and um, yeah, 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 that's the Turbiev. Yeah, so. Yeah. Why would they respond to the yeah. fight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, happy with this. Like I said, I was, oh, look, whoever it was, Aziz, Arthur, whatever, as long as Poatsi faced someone, one of these men, they want some sort of, obviously, like we said, we've seen Arthur and Yard get it on twice now. Um, so yeah, now to see some others. So I'm really happy about this one. Look, really looking forward to that one. Obviously, when it's time, we'll preview it. We'll make our predictions. But um, yeah, for now, I'm happy with that announcement for sure. Um, another announcement that seems to have just come in, hot off the press. Um, apparently, George Cambosis Jr. and Devin Haney have reportedly obviously done the deal for yeah, the undisputed lightweight world title to go down on the 5th of June. Um, apparently, Haney signed a multi-fight co-promotional deal with Bob Arum and obviously Lou DeBella as well for like a co-promotional thingy. Um, I think you told me it might be a free fight sort of deal that he signed with them. Um, basically, yeah. So if this is true, apparently it's done. Um, we need the official announcement, but this is great. Um, again, this is this this is an undisputed fight. This is the undisputed fight for in that division. So um, yeah, man, it's exciting. It's exciting times, man. Exciting times. You know what? Fair play to David Haney because... You see, this fight would have never been made if Lomachenko were if yeah, Lomachenko he um Cambosa wanted to fight Lomachenko, and obviously Lomachenko can't fight in a minute. So yeah, I think they were not avoiding Haney, but look at the deal they've set up. They didn't think I don't think they wanted Haney to take this deal in the studs. They've made it a, a funny deal, like the zone uninvolved, and he's obviously signed to the zone. But um he's it seems like he's taking it. And it's a good it's a good thing he has because he was very Bullish and saying, yeah, he'll do whatever. He'll go to Australia, fight, he'll sign whatever, send me the same contract you sent Lomachenko yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. And he's been true to his words. Um, he's always, you know, Bill Haney's always like, we'll go do it on the zone. When I read this out, yeah, what I could think of was Bill Haney and, oh, you can do the zone. But look, the free fight deal I've heard, um, from sources or such, have said it's going to be the first fight mm. with Cambosis Jr. Okay. The rematch provided Haney wins. Okay. And Lomachenko after, if he wins the rematch. So that's the, right. that's the fight deal. Okay. Cambosis fights and then Lomachenko. Right. That sounds, that sounds good because... Those I'm, are I'm, the- I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, great. <laughs> Defend it. Yeah. And then... Loma. The fight we wanted to see from time ago for the belt if that's obviously if Haiti wins obviously Camposis could upset again he's capable so boy but it's, this is a great look for Devin Haney um, don't forget this is someone that has been ducked repeatedly and they've struggled to get the right fights for him so yeah this is good for him and it finally ends all this nonsense in the, obviously in this division over who's the real undisputed you know, email champion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We finally get that. And yeah, as you said, light at the end of the tunnel and the fact that that Loma fight, which has been clamored for for such a long time, can also finally be made. So yeah, man, this is great. I'm happy for Devin. This is a great look for him. Now people can take him seriously as well. Because hey, haiti has got a lot of haters, you know. He's got a lot of detractors in that division. A lot of detractors who think he's overhyped, all that kind of stuff. Now it's time to come and play, bro. <laughs> the lights are on you. If this is your chance to be the man. Yeah. But at the same time, obviously, because... because trying to set him up, though. <laughs> I'm not trying to set him up. I'm, I'm not trying to set him up. Set him up I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is good as well, because I, I really like George Cambosis, and obviously became a proper fan. See, the way he can, he conducts himself during the whole Tia Fimo situation, 
and how he handled himself in the fight and outside the fight, outside the ring as well, post fight. It's hard not to root for T- uh, for George as well, you know. He's, he's he seems like a great guy. He proper loves the sport. He's you know he he keeps it real, etc. And he's dedicated. So I would love for George to also do well, but obviously someone someone's got loose. Someone's always got to go here. So we'll see. He'll make a lot of money from all this. He'll mm. Make a lot of money. Facts. He's yeah. He could he could hold his head. Um, mm. the fact rematch calls in there. His promoters have obviously done him good, nice thing. We've got nice for the tier female win. Um, that we had the purse bids, so yeah. Um, and he'll come to fight. He, I hope so. I hope so. I hope we don't do it, any George. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more confident about him being dedicated and stuff compared to Ruiz. I can't lie. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he better because he, he's talked a lot. Because remember, he, he, if he's rocking the buster, low it, low it, low it. Because don't forget, he lambasted um, Tiafimo over how you know you're a superstar now. Look at you on all these events and whatnot. It'll yeah. be it'll be a damn shame if you are doing the same. Hypocrite. <laughs> I, I won't go on his Instagram like that. <laughs> I, I better see just videos of him training. I better see that. Very oh, that's what we that's what we're seeing. No bust out change. Just him in the gym with you. Yeah, you see this one we're gonna see. Cars. <laughs> no hey, hey I, I just see a trading stock. Like what a G. What a G. Yeah. Man said zoned in. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, we're gonna see. There's one of him in the tux, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. good, good. That's that's what I want to see. Andy Ruiz, we're seeing him hopping out the walls. Brother, man, 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 bought, man bought the new crib. Big bust out chain. Bust down watches. That chain never, brother. That that Cuban never left his neck. I promise you, he was sleeping in it. He was bathing in it. Never left his neck. I saw uh, him. On t- I saw him making TV appearances. I said, "Yeah, this guy's life has changed." Oh, uh, yeah, man. But that, that's that's a great look for the division. Um, these two are putting themselves out there, and these other men, Loma, obviously Garcia, maybe sometimes Tank. They man, they man, got to wait their turn now because these two are on that path to. Seeing who the man is for good, so yeah, shout shout to these lot, man. Big big fan of this fight. Oh. But um, yeah, man, I think I think I think, I think we can leave it there. <laughs> another another great episode. Uh, I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, unless you got anything else to add, bro. Actually, yeah, there's there's one thing I just remembered. Um, obviously last week we said no, we prospects will bang, and it was a prospect you were hyping to me for time. Unfortunately, mm. he's not. Uh, your goat's brother, Marcelo Smaila. Said <laughs> my goat. And, and and that I saw you. I swear you put him on the list. <laughs> my like Marcellus. Yeah, your boy. Unfortunately, lost the game. Your boy. <laughs> your boy. <laughs> if you if I show you the WhatsApp listeners, Campbell used to put me on Marcelo. Said these guys. You're, you're, you're such a liar. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. The crazy way the vision. Well, I'm, 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 you know, I'm anything wilder, K. <laughs> I've been killing Deontay, I've been killing Marcellus. They're both bobs. But yeah, Marcellus is, is peak. It's peak. <laughs> man, what man made his return after two and a half years and got and got I think he got stopped. No, he, oh, no, he lost on split decision. He lost, yeah. he lost, but he needs to hang up. It is what it is, man. He needs to finish. It's not for you. Box <laughs> is not for you. It's not for you. After he, he's the one that got knocked out really twice, isn't it? Like bad. Boys of the week. Boys of the week, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot about the segment. Yeah, boys of the week. Marcellus Wada. And the man dropped some Instagram caption, some long ass caption, trying to educate us on how boxing works and stuff. But a uni education. <laughs> yeah, man. Was funny. I remember Wada boasting about knocking out his brother inspiring. <laughs> He said, oh, yeah, I've killed my old brother in so. said, I, I, he said, I said, well, that's not a flex, you know. That's not a flex. That is not a flex. That booster about knocking out his old brother. That's wild. wild. <laughs> that is wild. That is such, such such country bumpkin stuff, man. That is so, so wild. Yeah, oh, man, boys man. of the week, Marcellus Wilder. Um, hang it up, man. It's not for you. <laughs> it's not for you, bro. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Episode 83 of Shadow Season Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy, Cap. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you check us out on all the stream platforms. Peace. <laughs>